This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Engadget. Here's what's happening in the world of technology. It's Thursday, January 12th. Apple is reportedly working on touchscreen MacBooks. Although the plans aren't finalized, Bloomberg sources say that touch-friendly Apple laptops could arrive in 2025. For a company that has made a point of saying that touch is better on a product like the iPad, a touchscreen MacBook would be a big change, but don't expect a wild departure from traditional Apple laptop design. The alleged touchscreen MacBook Pro would likely still run macOS and include a standard trackpad and keyboard, but similar to Windows laptops and 2-in-1s, it would incorporate display taps and gestures. The report says Apple may expand the touch input to include other Mac models over time, but it isn't currently planning on combining macOS and iPadOS. One can surmise that fear of cannibalizing iPad sales has been a factor in holding out this long. Additionally, the report reiterates that Apple is shifting its Mac displays to OLED as part of a broader MacBook Pro overhaul. Current Macs have LCDs, while iPhones, except for the iPhone SE and Apple Watches, use OLED displays. Apple launched the Touch Bar in 2016 as a half-measure towards full touchscreen capabilities on MacBooks. The strip above the keyboard included system and in-app shortcuts, spelling, suggestions, and other touch-friendly inputs. But it was never embraced by developers or Apple's most loyal customers, and it was removed from Apple's 2021 MacBook Pro redesign. Although much has been made of Steve Jobs' insistence that touchscreens don't belong on Macs, this wouldn't be the first time the company has evolved in ways that go against the gospel of Steve. For example, he mocked big iPhones, small tablets, and iPad styluses. Today, Apple will happily sell you an iPhone 14 Pro Max, iPad Mini, and Apple Pencil. Although Jobs' vision is very much instilled in the company's DNA, the computing world has changed slightly, since 2011. And The Guardian has confirmed that it was the victim of a ransomware attack and that the damage is more serious than first thought. In an update to staff, Guardian Group Chief Anna Bateson and newspaper editor-in-chief Catherine Viner said the December attack was highly sophisticated and accessed the personal data of UK employees. There was no evidence of the data being exposed online or that the intruders had breached data for readers or non-UK editions. Bateson and Viner understood that this was a criminal ransomware campaign and that the perpetrators hadn't targeted The Guardian as a media outlet. The paper has alerted both police as well as the UK's Information Commissioner's Office. The leaders didn't identify the suspected culprits. The fallout from the cyber attack has worsened. While The Guardian now expects some vital systems to return within two weeks, workers now won't return to the office until early February. That will give the IT team more time to restore infrastructure, the outlet said. Staff have largely been working from home since the attack was spotted on December 20th, but were originally told only to stay away from the office for the remainder of that week. 
The company has continued to run its online and print publications in the weeks since. Even so, the confirmation still makes this one of the more serious online security incidents for the press in recent memory. Fast Company was knocked offline for eight days early last fall, while the New York Post fell prey to a rogue employee weeks later. The Guardian is still dealing with the consequences of the ransomware over three weeks later and won't return to normality for a while yet. If you want to catch the latest tech news as it's happening, check out Engadget.com or tune in again every weekday. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.